Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. We're delighted to continue our conversation the entire hour today our, in our ultimate show here, the final show of 2016, with Hillary Oliver and Tracy Sinclair, both of them extraordinary coaches in their own right, uh, with over 20 years of experience each, which is hard to believe because of their youthfulness. Uh, Tracy uh, Sinclair is a coaching supervisor, mentor coach, and trainer of coaches and coach supervision. She's also served as the president of the ICF in the United Kingdom from 2013 mm. to 2014. Hillary uh, enjoys working with all levels of leadership and loves working with the younger leaders of today. She has been a coach internationally uh, for over 15 years. Um, we've been talking about the ICF third study on organizational coaching conducted in partnership with the Human Capital Institute, HCI, titled Building a Coaching Culture with Managers and Leaders. And I know we've got a lot of territory to cover here. Clarice, what have you got? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and steal the mic on this one then. Nice. <laughs> um, so I was interested in knowing more. Do you think that there's a, misconce- a misconception in the workplace that training or perform- performance reviews are like forms of coaching? Oh, yeah. That's a really interesting question, Clarice. Um, I, think, I think misconception is a really good word because for me it's about the distinction between whether you are a coach as an internal coach or you're a manager using coaching skills. And I think it's really important that in training and performance reviews, et cetera, that coaching skills are used, but, but people still see that as coaching. I, I remember sitting in a meeting um, where I was shadowing a leader and he was running a meeting and halfway through someone said something that was incorrect and he turned around and said, let me coach you on that and then proceeded to tell him what to do, mm-hmm. which, which I hope is beginning <laughs> to, to disappear nowadays. Pretty, pretty sure I worked for that guy, just to be clear, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so it took a while of educating him as to what coaching is and isn't. But it's, um, so I think it's, it's that, for me it's that distinction that, that managers and leaders with coaching skills aren't coaches, but it's the, the skill set and the style that they use that's really important and makes for more productive performance reviews, et cetera. Hmm. Got it. So would you say that when you're training uh, managers and leaders to use, use coaching, coaching skills that you're giving them the coaching style and skill set? Or like, what are your initial obstacles? It is about giving them the skill set in the sense of the key skills of mm-hmm. questioning and listening, feedback, mm-hmm. and doing it well. And importantly, understanding where that fits in their role, because fundamentally, they're still leaders and managers who mm-hmm. need to do an element of saying, this is what we're going to be doing but the use of being able to use their skills to include and become more creative with their employees by allowing the employees to actually input into what, how they might do it. That, so there's the, the piece about the distinction between the what and the how, if you like, 
um, that managers need to understand that they still can maintain that managerial place, but using a style of coaching will actually get them more. Mm-hmm. So the training needs to include not just the skill set, but also the when do you use this, this skill, these skills. And what successes have you seen while doing that? I, th- I think you can look at Glas- GlaxoSmithKline. Mm-hmm. So when we look at any of the PRISM, um, uh, on the people who've won the PRISM Award over the years, that's what they've been doing. It's not, not just creating coaching in, inside, but, but helping their managers and leaders have coaching skills that, that create better performing employees. Um, so you can, you can look at any of those, those um, winners and really mm-hmm. look at what they've done and say that's what really makes a difference. I have uh, organizations that I work with mm-hmm. where I've seen them grow from being that very command and control approach to being much more inclusive. And when we start looking at the, the current way of looking at things around engagement, it's organizations that using coaching skills that start getting employees who are better engaged and it's those uh, those employees that are better engaged that means that you don't lose so many employees so your retention rate is higher um, etc so there's some real this and the HCI gives you some uh, the study there gives you some real statistics around that as well. I'd love to do a couple of things. It strikes me that we've been remiss in letting people know how to reach each of you and how to find out more about the coaching work that you do. Theoretically, amongst our listeners right now are people who are needing or wanting coaching or coach training or coaching skills training in their organizations. What's the best way to reach you, uh, Hillary and Tracy? Well, for me, it's um, Hillary at hillaryoliver.co.uk. And they can also reach both of us through the ICF because uh, Tracy and I both sit on the global board of the ICF. And I'm proud enough to say I'm going to be the ICF global chair next year. So they can also contact us uh, through the ICF as well. Tracy, do you want to give your email? Uh, yes, my email is tracyjanesinclair at gmail.com. Great. And is there a website for you? JosieSinclair.com. There we go. And HillaryOliver.co.uk. Thanks. Hillary, uh, let's uh, start and quell a rumor at the same time here. You are or are not married to John Oliver. (laughs) Never heard of him, Gov. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, madam. Well played. I I completely apologize and heads will roll because I was unaware that you were the ICF Global Chair for next year. And I'm uh, feeling like more than adult in in my in my work. So oh, please I, don't. apologies to you. <laughs> and I will, uh, people's heads will be on pikes outside of my office as a warning to others. Um, oh, I wouldn't have said it if it, if it was going to make you feel bad. <laughs> well, this is just good coaching. All right. Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about the ICF for a moment, because I know that as we talk about globalization, whether it's in organizations or just, just of in and of itself, the ICF has made a, pretty substantial shift back to a global international conference. And I, as as an early proponent of those conferences back in the day where we would go someplace in the United States and call it an international conference, um, have have missed international conferences and the sort of involvements of people from all over the world. Please tell us about the upcoming conference and what you're excited about if you are. 
Did so I, I'll go first. Did I stump you or? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like you, Christopher. I am thrilled, really, really excited and thrilled that we're back to having a global conference and that it, that, um, we're, that it really will be international. The last one we had was in London and there was a real groundswell of, of um, different cu- cultures and different countries came together. And I'm hoping that in Washington this year, which, as you know, it's in August 24th to 26th, mm-hmm. got to get the plug in. I'd like to apologize, um, by the way, to all of our international visitors for the weather in Washington, D.C. in August, but oh. go right ahead. <laughs> oh, it's going to be rough. Yeah, I think it, it's going to be hot, isn't it? Yeah, um, Let's go back to yeah. London. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. But I, I actually think it's, it's, a, it's really useful because Washington's very easy to get to for most people, and I think that's really important on this, this first one that we're bringing back mm-hmm. now. Yes. Um, and we are going to be creating it in a, in a way that's very different, so we're using an organization that's going to help us uh, create a really exciting format, which um, starting around January we'll be able to start releasing information about. But if people want to register, they can certainly register at uh, coachfederation.org forward slash 2017 forward slash convention. Nice. Um, what, about, uh, what about you? Do you have uh, any input about the global conference, any excitement or not so much? Um, you mean from me, Chris? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like Hillary, I'm very, very excited about it. And I think that um, for me, it represents two key key pieces. One is, is the ICS response to the desire to bring this conference back. Um, and, and everybody is really, really excited about it. So I think it's going to be a very, very big um, event. And the other thing is just the truly global nature that we we bring this back to now even even though um the, the conference is is in washington i mean amongst the um the humidity as you're telling us Indeed. um you know the the icf is given given the demographics and the growth areas that we're seeing in in other parts of the world in other regions etc um we are more than ever a truly global organization and we see this increasingly by by the type of attendance, the diversity that we have, and also the diversity that we have in things like the, um, going back to the HDI survey for a moment, where I think it was 37% of the respondents were from outside of North America, mm-hmm. which is which is, is a change. Um, it's, it's, it's different. So, you know, this is just another example, I think, of the ICF really showing that we have a, a very powerful global pr- footprint, and that puts us in a, a wonderful position as a as a truly global and international professional body for coaches to to uh, be part of. And this is my unabashed plug for it. It's truly a rich and wonderful learning environment. And whether you're just having a cup of tea with somebody that you would not have otherwise run into, or whether you're attending one of the breakout sessions or the keynotes, they're always extraordinary or have been in the past. And I'm very excited. Thank, thank you and all the powers that be for bringing them back. Um, we're about to take another break, our last break. And when we come back, uh, we'll find out about VUCA, V-U-C-A, and find out more about coaching in organizations as well as what's next for these two global leaders in coaching. We're delighted to, uh, meanwhile, go and check out Hillary Oliver's and Tracy Sinclair's um, websites and find out more about the work that they do. And also Clarice Connolly. Her website is heartandsoul.coach. We'll be back with more of today's edition of The Coaching Show, our final for the year of 2016. Right after these words, stay with us.
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. 